Hello. In this presentation we'll be talking about what stand-up comics can easily do to ensure their work pays well in the months and years to come. First it is important to understand that stand-up comics are almost always writers, performers, and producers. They write most of their own material, featuring their own unique voice and point of view. This is how they capture an audience that shows up for them again and again. They perform their material in person, on camera, and occasionally in film and television shows as characters. They produce their work by finding places to perform, creating connections with folks who can give them work, picking agents, managers, and others who can help them maintain and grow their audience. Over time, as they become more successful they can offload some duties. They may hire writers to create jokes. They may hire PR people to handle press. But they will always have to direct and manage those people if they want to remain successful. A stand-up comic's financial compensation is based on a few very concrete things. It's not about being popular. At least, that's not what makes them financially valuable and thus very well paid. A stand-up comic's financial compensation is based on very concrete things like How many tickets to a show sell because they are in the show? How many views of a video happen because they tell people about it? How many of their own shows, videos, and books they can create and sell? Let's talk about talent and craft for a moment. A great stand-up comic brings some remarkable things to the table. They can make an audience they've never seen before laugh. The comic might be from Los Angeles, but they can turn up at a bar in Chicago and have people love them. Somehow they can speak to an audience of steel workers, mafia thugs, or LGBT activists, and find a meaningful and funny common ground. They can create their own material, remember it, and deliver it correctly over and over again. Some of the best can create amazing material while an audience watches. They can make something wonderful out of a role they are handed, even when it's something no one ever pictured them in. Like Robin Williams in Mrs. Doubtfire. No one can do all these things when they first start out, but given creative freedom, enough time on stage, and enough money to survive on, someone with some natural comedic talent can find and develop a niche they own and a significant audience that supports them. The sad thing is your natural ability to do stand-up might be amazing, but you will still starve if you don't pay attention to collecting your audience. Let's say you are amazing at stand-up. People love you. When you walk into a room, any room, and you perform, people simply can't get enough. When you are cast in a comedic role, the show always gets great reviews. Let's just agree you undeniably have the craft of comedy down. You can easily still find yourself scrabbling for work and struggling for attention from people who can hire you, if you can't get an audience to turn up when you need them. When someone hires you to go on stage and you do great, they get the credit for hiring someone amazing. All the drinks people buy, all the food they eat, all the tickets they buy next week in the hope they will see someone just as good. All that financial activity is attributed to the stage you walked on, and to the guy who hired you. You don't get the credit for bringing in any money, because you didn't bring in the audience that brought the money. That audience had no idea you were going to appear. They just turned up the same night you did, which turned out to be lucky for them. To prove you are that rare talent that should be paid very well, you have to have a direct relationship with a large audience that will actually pay to see you perform. Folks in a comedy club are the kind of people who go out. They actually pay to see comedy. If they love your work, and knew you were going to perform somewhere, they might well come out to see you. But they aren't going to do that, ever, unless you can create some kind of relationship with them after you walk off stage. So along with perfecting your craft, you need to collect your audience. Specifically you need to collect the email addresses of people who really love you and your work at first sight. 
you need a mechanical way to gather up this very special group of people who, for some reason, find your work particularly relevant. Roseanne and her middle-class mums. Tim Allen and his real men who love tools. Seinfeld and his urban singles. You need to collect email addresses if at all possible. With an email address you can invite people to events on Facebook and Twitter and Eventbrite. You can send them the location of a bar, a video you have done, and you can offer them free drinks when they come to a show you want to promote. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube connections aren't as good. The platform rules change all the time and never for the better. These days Facebook makes you pay to reach people who already follow you. Twitter now puts ads in people's feeds so people don't read tweets as much. Instagram doesn't have as many people following people, and it's harder to use for promotion than almost any other platform. YouTube doesn't let you send a message to everyone directly enough that you can be sure everyone received and read the message. And across all these platforms, even your most rabid fans will miss messages because there is just so much traffic. Podcasts are great for maintaining contact and supporting an audience with great content that you can easily create, but you can't be sure anyone is listening. I'm not saying you should never use those audience-building methods, but an email address is always best and it's often a preferred contact option for your audience too. Your objective is to collect people who are naturally in sync with your sense of humor. If someone likes your brand of comedy, just naturally, and they want to follow your work as an artist going forward, you are making that possible. What you hope is that your performances create a lot of those people. Here are specific suggestions for gathering your tribe and their email addresses. First. Pick a name no one else has. Eddie Izzard builds an audience quickly in large part because people remember the name. They can spell it. No one else is using it. And he owns the domain name EddieAzard.com. If someone Googles your name and 30 other people always come up before you, you are operating at a serious disadvantage that may be impossible to overcome. If your name is hard to spell, no one will be able to Google you and find you. When people can't find you via Google, how on earth can they find or recommend you going forward? Your audience is going to be really hard to build if your name is John Smith or Margaret Wilson, spelled with an E after the N. Second. Tell people your name during your set. Make sure they remember it. There is no upside in being the mystery comic. When you are first announced, no one hears your name, understands it, or feels compelled to remember it. When you are leaving the stage, if you don't tell people your name, they do not know it. Even if you say it out loud they may not hear it. Get a shirt with your name on it, tell a story about it in your act, get it on a placard behind you. Do something to ensure a normal person will find it easy to remember your name every time you perform. If your work is amazing, and they know your name, they will be googling and following you before you get off stage. Third. Get your domain set up so when people google you they find you. Run press releases using a service like PressReleaseJet.com whenever you do a show. In the release make sure your stage name is in the title of the release along with where you are performing. Make sure the release points to your website. This is how you teach Google to put you first whenever someone Googles your name. Fourth. In every performance, give people a reason to connect to you or to a show you are putting up. If you love this set I have an even better one online. Check out lizzygizmo.com to get it. I'm a gay black man and I just spent six weeks in the deep south. Want to hear about my southern discomfort tour? Check it out at southerndiscomfort.com. Specific technical suggestions. Build your website with WordPress. Google can spider and index all the pages easily. Wix and Shopify work pretty good as well. You can buy a domain and get a WordPress site for a year for as little as $12 on GoDaddy.
Google GoDaddy WordPress. You can set up a site in a couple of hours, including all pictures and text. If you really can't face creating a website, pay someone $100 on Fiverr to set it up or hire a consultant on Craigslist to do it. Keep it simple and clear. A great picture of you and a link to download something in exchange for an email address is fine. People use Constant Contact to do this all the time. How do you get cool stuff to give away easily and cheaply? There are a lot of ways. For example you can use Zoom.us to record yourself, or you and a few of your friends, telling a story or riffing with one another. You can make the video or audio available as a free download. Zoom is free to use, but if you spend a few bucks you can do an unlimited number of recordings for 40 people a month. If you prefer use a phone app to record yourself doing a set. There are great apps that make recording and editing audio easy. Make some of the set available free to those on your mailing list. When a producer or club asks you to give away tickets to a show, let people you've collected get the tickets through your site on a first-come first-served basis. You can also choose to run your own events at very cool places very cost-effectively. Check out peerspace.com for good locations and eventhelper.com for insurance. Did you know insuring 52 Friday nights for a 100 people per night costs almost the same insuring a location for one Friday night for 100 people? If you have 100 people who will pay $5 to come out to a show, you can earn $500 in a night. When they will pay $20 each, you can earn $2,000 a night. It's remarkably easy to guarantee a good show if you are the one running it. In summary, there are two aspects to your success. You really do have to master performance. You have to be able to walk into the room and do that thing great stand-up comics do. Engage people, enlighten them, make them laugh, make them connect to you. You really do have to collect your tribe. You are doing events because you want to find people who love you and enjoy the work you do. But there's no point in finding them and losing them over and over again. This isn't 1940. There isn't a studio system that grooms comics and finds their audience for them. This isn't 1980 when producers look for new comics to build shows around. In 2019 the industry expects stand-up comics to develop their skills and their audience at one and the same time. It rewards those who do both well with great careers. Stand-up comics who have done both can ensure their own financial success. If you have questions about this presentation, reach out to Nancy at nancyfultonmeetups.com.